What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Against All Odds podcast. We've had a little bit of a hiatus, but we're going to start season four off with a bang. Exciting episode this time, huh? <laughs> I'm back. Yep, Mimi's back. So finally... That's what we're going to call it. Mimi's back? Yeah. I like it. Okay. Um, but this is season four, episode one. We're, season four is going to be a short season, just kind of covering off season. Yeah, I mean, you guys probably noticed, but it kind of goes like off season, in season, off season... Yeah, that's the general plan. Yeah. Um, oh, wait. What did we start on? Huh? We started in season. Yes. I said it wrong. I said it wrong. Okay. Um, but anyway, so season four. Here we go. Let's roll the intro and let's get started. Um, okay. Normally, we hide our cat during yes. podcasts, but we have nowhere to put her, so she might do something annoying yeah, she so will if, do something if annoying. you're watching on youtube or listening and you're hearing some cat noises or you're seeing gucci pop up on the screen sorry in advance yeah uh but anyway um this podcast is going to kind of cover how off season's been going going to talk kind of like the plans for next year and everything uh but, but yeah. before we do that we got some exciting news go ahead we're getting married i'm just kidding <laughs> We are. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, that wasn't the news. <laughs> we yeah. have a sponsor. Yes, that's the very first uh, sponsor of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really excited for it. So they will actually, they sponsored a few episodes. So um, it's chaossoccergear.com. It's the Chaos Soccer brand. Really, really excited about this. I've actually worked with them before, back in 2017, um, off season, right before I was heading off to St. Louis. They sent me a, a, a really cool uh, their soccer ball that they mm-hmm. made. It was a really high quality soccer ball. Like a, it's, I think it was like $8 Aztec or something. One? Aztec had all the Aztec mm-hmm. print on it. And I really liked it. I actually still have it in Portland. It's just probably flat in my garage right now because I, I, I'm not back in Portland that much. Um, you got to see this. <laughs> hey, Uchi. Anyway, uh, Chaos Soccer uh, Gear is a very young brand that is starting up. They have uh, the soccer ball, like I said. They have the ball pump. They have a t-shirt. And they're really looking to... Everything you need. <laughs> everything you need. <laughs> you don't need anything else. And they're looking to expand and grow and add more products. So I really highly suggest checking them out. If you're watching on YouTube, it'll be in the description. Chaos Soccer D- Gear. Let me see chaossoccergear.com if you're listening one more time that's chaossoccergear.com so thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of the podcast all right so let's get into it mimi how's it been how how, how have you been how's off season been for you pretty good i got engaged oh yeah yeah who's the lucky dude Rusty. You, I know. I can you tell. feel rusty too. No, I feel good. I'm ready to go. I'm rocking and rolling. Did well, you, you, did you just hear me do that um, that sponsored podcast promo? Yeah, that was the third time we've recorded it. Why do you have to throw me under the bus? Because <laughs> you're throwing me under the bus. <laughs> um, yeah. So basically, let's go. Let's go talk about. So we just were leaving Tulsa. So you. Flew so our Tulsa. last podcast was with Sean. Mm-hmm. Then we left Tulsa like the next day. Yeah. We put all of our stuff in a storage unit because mm-hmm. we were like, we don't know where we're going. We don't want to bring everything back to Portland or to San Diego. And then if he re-signed for Tulsa, we'd have to bring it all back. So it's in a storage unit. We got out of that lease, finished mm-hmm. that lease, and we've been here. Yeah. And, and so that was like what you said. That was like my kind of like plan. And this is what sucks. I mean, you guys have seen me bounce and bounce and bounce and bounce. Yeah. And I had a feeling with the talks with the coaches and the talks that I had with my agent and everything that I was going to be headed back to Tulsa. And I already expressed that I wanted to go back to yeah. Tulsa. 
Um, but you just never know. You I know everyone's like, oh, know. they got a storage unit. They're for sure staying in Tulsa. <laughs> and it was like, no, we have no idea where we're going. So, but there's a possibility we might go back to Tulsa or somewhere yeah. nearby or even on the East Coast. But so. actually, when I was with Orange County back in 2016, mm-hmm. I was told by like the general manager pretty much just says like, oh yeah, we're really, really happy with you. We really are looking for you for next year. You know, we want to continue these talks for next year. Mm-hmm. So in your head, you kind of are like, okay, sweet, going back to Orange County. And then just as fast as you think that's going to happen... Boom. Yeah, that's a good lesson for everybody. Yeah. I mean, I don't play soccer, but I've noticed that happen to a lot of players. Whenever mm-hmm. the coach, whenever the general manager, whenever anybody important says something to you, <clears throat> unless there's a contract that comes along with it, like you can't trust yeah. it. That's what I said. Never, I don't get my hopes up or I tell, yeah. especially you. Remember, I was like, don't get excited till I put pen to paper. And even then, you still never know. And even know. when you do get a contract, like, is it the contract you want? Yeah. Like, you can never get too excited or so, sell on something. Yeah. So I would, I, that, I went through that with 2016. I literally was like, okay, I'll probably go back to Orange County. And then everything changed. New owners came in. They completely rebranded Orange County Soccer Club. Almost exactly what happened with Tulsa. Yeah. But they never even called me back to go back to Orange County. So here, you know, I wanted to go back. The coach was telling me I wanted to go back. But you, the new owners could have, you know, been saying, oh, yeah, we want you. We want you. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as offseason hits, nope, we're going a different direction. So I had the unit in Tulsa, the storage unit. And if I wasn't going to re-sign back there, then it was going basically for an off season. I have to fly into Tulsa and wherever I found out I was going to be, get the stuff, get the stuff, mm. and either sell it, just give it away for free, and then drive to wherever I was going to go. That was a pretty safe bet though, because Tulsa's like in the center of the United States. Yeah, yeah, so it was good. Next to <clears throat> no other large city, but we've <laughs> gotten there somehow. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So, but I ended up resigning, and I got the contract. I was basically. I got why don't the, you tell? Yeah. Why don't you tell how the whole thing happened? Because you didn't. You weren't telling anybody anything. Because I was keeping it a secret. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So I basically have around September, October. I was getting some pretty serious talks with the head coach. I was going into meetings, and he was mm-hmm. just kind of asking, you know, are you happy here? And I was like, yes, I'm very happy here. He's like, what do you see yourself for next year? Would you want to come back here? And it was like, yes, I would. I'd very much like to want to, very much want to come back here. We started talking numbers. Huh. Would you say that, just as like a rule of thumb, when a club asks you that, do you think just always say yes? No, just I mean, you have if, something if, or if, are you actually I honest mean, with them? It is good to say that just to have like, something. Like but at the same time, well, like, yeah, I'd be happy to come I back. I mean, I would have been happy to go back to Orange County. I would have been happy to go back to St. Louis. Uh, the only, I mean, even with New Zealand, I was pretty clear. You know, like, I do said, any players actually say, no, yeah, I lots, don't like it here? Lots, lots. You, you would be surprised. Smart? I think it's smart if you know that, like, if you, like, for example, let's say I just hated it. Like, I really didn't like the head coach. I really didn't like the general manager. I didn't like the city. I didn't like how I was being treated. Mm-hmm. And, and no matter what, even if I would have got a good contract, I would have been, unless I wasn't playing at all. And they would have been like, yeah, we see you signing back again for the number two and you don't get a good contract. You get the same numbers. You're like, you know, I'm just not happy. I want to try something else. Especially like for me now, my resume is getting better and better each year. Yeah. So it's like I would have more confidence now. I'd be like, you know what? No, I, I want to try somewhere else. So it's definitely been done. But in my case, most of the teams, I'd be happy to go back yeah. to. That's why I can't see you doing it because you haven't done it. Mm, but I do think it's, if you have any doubt that, you know what, maybe I do want this as backup, just say, say yes, I am happy here. Because you can always later say no, but it's hard to say no and then come back and say yes. So that's a good, good point. Um, Thank you. Yeah. That's uh, why I'm here. That's why you're here. 
But then so we, we basically were talking even numbers. We were talking bonuses, like getting down to the actual con- the contract. Gritty. Yeah, the nitty the nitty greedy. <laughs> and um, and then basically I was, I was pretty much happy. Like I was like, there's a, you know, pay up, a pay increase, all this stuff. So I was happy. So then on the drive back, because we mm-hmm. drove from Tulsa to San Diego, on the drive back, I think like the day we started driving, you got the first contract sent over. Yeah. yeah. And then basically you looked at that. Your agent looked at that. They wanted to change a couple things. A little so negotiation. So it took like a week or two to like finally get exactly what you wanted. Yeah. Yeah. Because every time, you know, it is it's a, it is a business. I mean, even though you're close with your coach, you're close with the GM. Yeah. At the end of the day, they're trying to get you for as cheap as possible, for as yeah. little as possible. Maybe and like you're... hide something. No. <laughs> <laughs> and you are trying to get the best thing for yourself. Yeah. You and know? you have been playing long enough now and you this is your second year with them. So you have a little more leverage. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to like do that at the beginning. Like it's your first contract and be like, you know what? Actually, like I want a bigger bonus, you know? Yeah. It's a combination of looking out for yourself and knowing your yeah. value and also not being greedy because I always look at it too, at it too like the... I mean, so it's hard, but like the the greedier you are, the really the harder it is to get a contract. Yeah. Um. So yeah. But at the same time, though, just to be realistic, like you do have other things to fall back on. You yeah, have yeah, YouTube. Yeah. You have become elite. Mm-hmm. So at the same time, some players do have to be greedier. If they have a family, Very they true, have yeah. kids, they yeah. have a wife that they have to support that can't work because they're immigrants. You know what I mean? Like there's huge, yeah. there's huge things that these players have to deal with, though. And you, you kind of feel bad because they can't just take whatever comes their way, you know? Yeah. And then um, I think it was like November 3rd, November 4th, like right at the beginning of November. So I think I was here for like a week. And then that's when I got the full contract that I was happy with, my agent was happy yes. with. The Obviously Tulsa was happy with because they sent it my way. And uh, I signed it. And that's always like, even though that's probably, that is my, let's say I've done Germany, um, Orange County, St. Louis, New Zealand. Tulsa. So that's my sixth contract now. <laughs> number four is funny. If you guys are watching this on YouTube, you gotta look how he holds up I number can't, four. I he can't. can't. His whole family can't do the four. They all look like crabs. Where and if you're listening, it's just like I, the German way. So you like you thumb is thumb. thumb is one, then two, three, yeah. four. So it's if so funny when you're with all the Sheldons and you have them all try to do it. They're all like this. We like. can't just put. <laughs> if you're listening. Just hold down your pinky so you're yeah. raising up all four fing- the first four fingers. I can't. Can you do it? Yes, I can do it. Everybody wow. can do it. That's impressive. You're very you're an impressive specimen. Yes, I am. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So six. So that was my sixth contract that I've gotten. And yeah. And do you think they took the longest to announce you, or was last Tulsa? Last year. Because that was like January. Yeah. Well, you didn't get it until January, I guess. Oh no no no! This was lo- this oh was uh, St Louis was a while as well. It's yeah. They like to like you know hold out and well, build think the hype. About it. They, yeah, they build the hype. They also want to. They have to do the write up. They have to make the Instagram yeah. posts, and then they also have to actually send it into the league for approval. So even when you sign it and they sign it, and everything's good. It's still you have to send it to the USL or whatever mm-hmm. league you're playing in to get mm-hmm. approved. They get back to them. It's a it's a lot of steps. Yeah, it's weird because like you want to be excited and like celebrate and tell everybody, but at the same time, you can't. You can't. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. It's like it's like honestly like getting a new job and then you're not allowed to say like where it is. It's like what? <laughs> Until the the job announces. Yeah, it. or even like if you're an actor, it's like I got a movie, but I can't tell you. <laughs> yeah. Well, they probably might that might happen. I don't know. No. I've never been an actor before. One day. Maybe. <laughs> Absolutely not. I can't do. I cannot. You would be so bad. I'm so bad at doing scripted. Okay, cue Shelley's outtakes right now. No, I'm not gonna edit this. So there's no <laughs> way. 
Um, yeah, I, I can't do scripted. Whenever I have to do a video and I have to write a script or read off a script, it's terrible. I have to freestyle it. Do you know what's so weird about that? Huh. It's just, I guess, like an example of that. Like, you would think your game analysis videos would be... Look at Gucci right now. Oh. Can you guys see this in the video? They can see half of it. Yeah. It's so cute. Oh. <laughs> um... What was I saying? Oh, yeah. You would think the game analysis videos, I feel like, from my point of view, would be, like, the hardest to film. Just yeah. because, like, you're describing what you're thinking in the moment and, like, the whole game. And it's, like, you record the whole thing nonstop. Yeah. And then you'd think going out and just <clears throat> describing, like, three different kick styles would be easier. But for you, like, you can sit down and do a full game analysis of the full game without messing like up. Like a t- one take. Without yeah. messing up. But yeah. then when you go to the field, you're like, okay, I'm going to film a video about how to kick a long ball. It will take... 400 takes. Well, do you know why? Because it's structured. No, no, no. But do you know why, like, uh, even for that, though? Because it's like, you know how that many... that comes naturally to you? Well, it's like, in, you know how many times in training? It's like, sip, get the ball. Sip, sip, ping a ball out to Matt on the wing. Matt, you take a touch down the line, and then I want you to cross it right away. Like, that's literally I know, but you literally everyday. can't even say, hi, my name is Matt. Like, in the other <laughs> videos. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, not to call you out, but it's insane. Like, I will listen to you recording a game analysis voiceover. Yeah. And you'll get it one take, like no mistake. You don't even stutter, like nothing. And then it's like the complete opposite. I don't know. It's just weird. Maybe it's the pressure. Yeah, I think it is because you want to get it so perfect. And you you also, I don't know if you guys, you guys might not have noticed because it's like a YouTuber thing. But some people will just edit. Like if they mess up in a sentence, they'll just like, you know. Edit that out. Yeah, they'll edit that out or start off on the, the last word that was okay. But, like, you like to do the full sentence correctly with no editing. Yeah. So you have to, like, if you mess up on the last word, I'm like, no, because <laughs> you go all the way to the beginning. Yeah. I know. It's frustrating. Yeah. But it's good. I mean, I, I yeah. You I just go make it harder that. for yourself. Yeah. It depends on the video, too. If it's, like, a four-minute long, here's a really good instructional video, I like it to be cream. Cream. I like it to be clean and crisp. Cr- I was thinking clean and crisp. Clean, and so it came out as cream. Yeah. I like it to be cream. Uh, <laughs> that makes sense oh uh, yeah but if it's like me talking about how my how i just picked up chipotle for dinner it's okay yeah. I, I can maybe edit like out the, um, three takes and you're good yeah three takes only <laughs> uh but yeah so i got the contract i was super excited <clears throat> i finally got it so even though it was my sixth contract it's still a very exciting thing show up you, you <laughs> uh you still even get though i've just had so many contracts <laughs> <laughs> every time you put the pen, pen to paper write the signature you get it in front of you it's it's a very great rush that mm-hmm. you get and it's, it's awesome and i don't think like no matter how many you get it's ever gonna get old i think yeah i think it's so funny to think about all the situations that you sign them in like this last one it was so funny you were gonna sign it but we wanted to film it yeah. because you wanted to put it in the video when you actually announced it i remember my mom was outside gardening and my dad was like drawing up a plan or something i was like okay he's signing it because you're finally signing it because it came you know and like we were just sitting on it so they all came in like my mom's like holding her gardening gloves and i'm like with the camera and you just sign and they're like all right back to work (laughs) like it just went back to normal but that is the perfect analogy or description of how it really does feel yeah but it's funny because like that's how it feels for you but that's also how it feels for us because we know you're not going to be like celebrating. Like yeah. we took a shot once for like the first one, you know, oh, but yeah, now yeah. it's just like, all right, good job. <laughs> yeah. See you next it, year. It, but even like, even for you, like it, 
I don't know, everybody has that image. It's almost like the same thing. Like everybody has the image of what it is going to be like to be a professional soccer player. And then you get there and you're like, wow, you, just, you really do just go to training, come back home, and you chill for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. Then you go to training, come back home, and chill for the rest of the day. And then you do yeah. that every single day for nine months straight. And then when you travel, you just stay in the hotel room and you chill, you know? I think, I think um, also like TV and like ESPN and stuff have like hyped up like signing contracts. Yeah. You know, like I'm sure when Neymar signs like a $500 million contract, it's like a big deal. But mm-hmm. like most of the time in the real world, it's just like, all right, fax that. And it took us like 10 tries to fax either or whatever to scan yeah. it. Like it's not like there's cameras everywhere. and Yeah. Yeah. At the higher levels, for, yeah. it's a bigger deal. But yeah. Cause like yeah, but that's just that's a very select few of, of pros that yeah do that or like if it's a draft or something mm-hmm. yeah that's like even I was looking at like oh, the stat of seventy five percent of professional soccer players in the world make less than four thousand dollars a month okay you might not want me to bring this up but I thought it was interesting my hairdresser tonight Brian we were talking about Soul Cycle because this girl next to us was like nonstop talking about Soul Cycle. And he was like, do you know how much the Soul Cycle instructors make? And I was like, thinking maybe like tops like 4000 a month would be like, that's pretty good for a Soul Cycle instructor. Yeah. 100000 a year. Why? That's what I heard, at least in New York City. Oh, well, the New instru- York City. The ins- but the instructors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Soul Cycle instructors get paid more than professional soccer players. Yeah, that's kind of funny. Like the average professional soccer player. Yeah. That's crazy. Not even the average, the 75% of soccer players. That's what I meant, like the stat you just said. Yeah, that's, that is really And I'm not funny. trying to downplay the work that they do if any soul cycle instructors yeah. are listening to this, but yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, I'm sure it's different from city to city, but yeah, yeah still. Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah. And he's like, well, you know, it's ha- I don't know if he's being sarcastic, but he's like, you know, it's hard though. They have to like come with music and like a playlist and they have to be like all pumped up. Mm. I'm like, I could do that. Give me <laughs> Why don't you be soul cycle instructor then? Because I can't work it out. <laughs> Mimi's been having a lot of migraines lately. Exercise induced, so that's great. Yeah. But it's literally a thing. Like, it's ex- a thing. So, which basically means every single time that Mimi exercises, she gets a migraine shortly yeah. after. Like, if I go to the gym and walk on a treadmill at 3.5, which is like a slow walk for 30 minutes. Yeah. That is enough to do it. it sucks. Yeah. It sucks. It's literally like being, it's the worst type of injury. It's like when you're health, you're 100% healthy to work out. But you just can't. Yeah. And the hard, like, honestly, the hard part is, um, like, working out for me is, like, that's motivation for the rest of my day to be healthy. Yeah. So it's really, really, really hard to wake up and to just eat healthy and to stick to a healthy routine without that, like, because that almost, like, sets your mindset. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, I, I don't have that. Yeah. So I'm really struggling to, I don't know. No, it makes sense. It makes sense. But you've been through that. But I was talking to my hairdresser about that too. Like everybody has their thing. Like my thing right now that I'm just dealing with is migraines. But yeah. like you've had surgeries. Like you've, you know, everybody has things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't have many things. I have a lot of things. Me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was just trying to think like, what is your thing? And then I... Just the, knock on wood, just the yeah. sports hernias. Yeah. Yeah. But um... you probably felt in that time that it was like never ending. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even want to go down that, yeah. that rabbit hole in this podcast. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, so where are we? Oh, off season. Um, so after I signed my contract, I went back to Portland. And you thought I was just, this is the engagement part section yeah, of the podcast. this is where podcast. you went shopping for it. Yeah, so I went back to Portland and I, I had my mom and my sister 
help me pick out the ring. Your dad and your brother also <clears> came because <throat> they got jealous. Yes, they were like, oh, we want to see the ring. So then they came and helped <laughs> out. So my whole family was just ring shopping. I can just, pr- I can just totally see them like acting like they're too cool for it. Yeah. But, like trying to look at it. <laughs> Yeah, like that's that pretty cool. that's pretty accurate um and then that was much easier than i thought it would be did you plan that just to do that or were you like oh this will line up perfectly nah, well i because i knew like we were going to go to europe and i knew that i wanted to do majority of my training here yeah so i was like i should go to portland sometime in november and then i was like that'd be a good time to also it was like both things like i knew i needed to go to P- portland first to get the ring i also knew that i was going to be down here majority mm-hmm. training so i was like yeah, I was like, I'll spend like a week and a half in San Diego, go up to Portland for a week and a half, get the ring sometime in there, come back to San Diego pretty much for good, Europe, See, Canada. that's why it didn't occur to me at all that you would be doing that because I was like, oh, he wants to see his family. Like, he hasn't been home in a year. Yeah. I did not think at all that that's what you were doing. Yeah. Oh my God. I got the ring and it was easy. It, I had I thought I was going to go in and be completely lost about what to get. I, I thought I was going to have any yeah. gut feeling, but I literally was in there like, Nope. Yes, I like that one. This one. No, that's bad. And you just kind of compare and con- contrast until you get down to your favorite. Tell them how you described me to the the jeweler. They're like, "What is she like?" Well, I was like, "Well, she is from California, from San Diego. She's blonde, and she's an interior designer, so she likes design." And and then she, they ask like what their style yeah. is like because a lot of times that can help the person get an idea of what they should show you. You know. And I was like, "Well, she." really likes clean lines modern white like like very modern minimalistic type architecture and and like interior design but also antique and vintage and which is the exact like opposite grandma would you say you're like cool modern but then like a little but, bit of grandma but grandma style in there and the lady's like what and then so i just pulled up your instagram and i showed showed her like a couple of your a couple of your posts that was like exactly what i just said and she's like oh i see and then I found a ring that has a little bit of the vintage kind of look, but also like it's pretty skinny and modern. It was mm-hmm. like, I was like, perfect. Um, it took like an hour and then I got the ring and then, yeah, it was easy. And then um, came down and then pretty much after like a day or two of being here, told your parents, which was really fun. Why? Because I feel like they're going to want to know things that you didn't say in the videos and stuff. Like, why did you choose to do it now? Now? Uh, uh... Cause you're just making it seem like, oh, I'll just go buy a ring. <laughs> so I knew, I knew at the very beginning this year, actually December. So almost exactly a year ago is when I fully committed. I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll do it. So I started saving <laughs> yeah, up. I'll do it. <laughs> I started saving, but basically in my head, Sounds so romantic. in my head, it was, it was almost like, I was kind of like my sister and my mom were like, Hey, you've been dating for five years. My sister was like, even said like two years ago, like, so are you going to do it or what? Yeah. Like, I mean, know? we always knew we yeah. like wanted to end up together, obviously, but and it just I, seemed like impossible at many times because of yeah and i knew i I still want to play for a few more years and so i didn't want to wait till all that'd be like year eight or something and then i was like ah it felt like a good time we had been living together for a while i don't know and it just was just like yeah i mean i kept on saying like what's the if it's gonna happen no matter what what's the difference of doing it now thought it'd be just exciting and so i was like yeah so i started saving up a year ago and i finished saving up and i was in tulsa but then i was like "Ah, i don't want to do it in tulsa i want to do it like at Mimi's like home I want to do it yeah, in San like Diego yeah where it means something yeah where it's like that's like because we always go down to that beach that I proposed at uh, so then the proposal was I mean if you guys probably watched the video if you saw it but it's just uh, just said that I need to go down to the beach and to get some drone shots or something and he we were going to go to a nice dinner so <clears throat> that's how he got me to dress up 
Mm-hmm. And I should have known something was up because he ironed his pants. <laughs> That's what everyone always asks me. Like, did you like see it coming? I'm like, no. But now that I think about it, he was ironing his pants. So this is pretty good. I told you. Let's take a sip of Mimi's juice. I told you. Was this carrot and ginger? Oh, there is carrot and ginger. Also, two other things like lemon and something else. Huh. And if you bring this back, they give you a dollar off your next one. That is quite the deal. Because it's eleven bucks. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> That's a Chipotle burrito. I didn't feel good. I really didn't feel good. And I walked past this place and I was like, I need something. They charge $11 for a juice? It's raw, organic. It's says $11. Have you ever tried juicing though? It's a lot of work. No. It is a lot of work. No. There's a lot of pieces. You have to wash a lot of things. See, this is why I'm scared about a joint bank account. Because you just spent $11 on juice. You didn't know how bad I thought. <laughs> I thought I was going to die. <laughs> Oh, I wouldn't man. normally do that. Oh, jeez. I felt like I was going to die. <laughs> okay, well. Well, anyway, long story short, I proposed and she and said... And we're going to banking account soon. Banking um, account? Bank account. <laughs> banking account. I, I, I combined bank and checking. Um, and then... I, was, I don't you're... want checking, I want credit. Wow. Okay, no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no. Yeah, yes. We're going to go through that thing where I literally have to cut up your credit cards. No, they're going to be metal. Then I'll sh- I'll go to the... Well, melt them. <laughs> yeah, I'll get a welding mask. And I'm then... good with money. He's just he's just being dramatic, like always. <laughs> um, in other news, uh, so right around that time after I proposed and after I signed uh, the contract, basically right before it was announced... Uh, the... Oh, they meant our proposal was announced. Like in what? <laughs> no. The... They used to announce them in newspapers, you know, like in... Like in your town. Gosh, that sounds so old. And like that's how you find out who was like before Facebook, like who was engaged and stuff. What a weird time. And like obituaries, stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it was we fun. Do I, that. I really, that, it was a fun, it was the day went crazy perfect too. Like I was surprised with how perfect everything went. Like you were on time and Emily was, my sister was the photographer. Yeah, so he had his sister, he had his whole family flying from Portland. Emily, his sister was waiting at the beach, like hiding to take pictures because she's a really good photographer. And then he proposed there, and then we drove to dinner with Emily, and his whole family was at dinner. My whole family was there. My brother, his girlfriend from L.A., like, everybody. Oh, it just stopped recording. All right. Keep going. Um, are you... You are recording our voices, right? I just yeah, want to make can, sure. You can see okay. how there's lines? <laughs> just kidding. Do you see how he treats me? <laughs> Do you see this? Um... So we went, and then yeah, we had a big dinner, which is the way to do it. If any of you guys are listening, most of you probably have, don't have fiancés yet. Um, so that's the way to do it, honestly, is to propose. Should you make propose. a tutorial video? I sh- that's a good idea. Because- Some, everyone did actually said that. They're like, you should make a tutorial. On I should, because it went perfect. Everything yeah, went smooth. Yeah, my, because my whole thing is, like, you still want it to be an intimate moment. Like, you still... I mean, at least I did. Like, I'm glad that you just had Emily there. Like, if our, like, cause I've seen some proposals, and I'm not saying this is bad. So if you did this, it's fine. But like, where the whole family like comes out from behind a tree or yeah. something, like everybody. And I just think that can be a little overwhelming. Yeah. And like, I guess in my head, I just kind of pictured it as like this like intimate thing. And it was cool because at the beach, like there was no one else there. There was just like a couple young, you know, our age people at the top of the stairs, and that was it. Like, mm-hmm. but then we got to celebrate with everybody and like experience yeah, it was it. the perfect yeah was, i really liked how it, it happened because yeah. that's just what you said and then the salad and then afterwards even even at the beach 
I kept, I, how many times did I ask you, like, were you surprised? Do you like the ring? Like, it was, yeah. like, six times. I was like, I haven't even looked at the ring. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> I mean, you don't even, like, like, you're almost numb. And, like, that, that's why I'm so glad we recorded it, too. Because I didn't remember my reaction. I didn't even remember. Yeah. It. All I just remember was, like, I saw you. And then I just, like, turned around. I was like, it's too much. Yeah. But um, it was funny, yeah, because he was asking me, he's like, what do you think of the ring? Like, does it fit? Do you like it? Is it the right color? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I haven't even seen it. But you almost, like, run out of things to talk about, too. So, like, if we would have just gone out to dinner, it was just us. See, I disagree with you, because you keep saying, like, yeah, it'd be so awkward if it was just us. I'm like, why would it be awkward? We've been just us for six years. Like, we could go to dinner. I'm sure we'd have something to talk about if we were engaged. But I almost feel like, because you're so excited to tell everybody and yeah. to talk, that it's almost, that the dinner just feels like... Uh, not a waste of time, but it feels like a, uh, um, like, a like let's get this kind of out, thing? like let's yeah. get this out of the way, over and done, so we can go home and talk to your family, talk to your brother, yeah. and then go, you know, talk to my family. So it was like, cause I don't you think at dinner we would have just been like, yeah, I'm yeah. Like, just looking at my hand. Like, yeah, and so I feel weird that I'm not wearing it right now, but I just took a bath, and it's like like I'm wearing my pajamas. Okay. Um, but yeah, so it was perfect because intimate intimate moment at the beach, all surprise. Intimate. 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 That's not a word. Intimate. No. <laughs> intimate moment of the beach. Sounds like you're saying the Willamette. 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 Yeah, in Portland, it's a river. Intimate. And then all the fun celebration with all the yeah, family. Because we got there and everyone's perfectly. like, tell us what happened. Oh my gosh. Like, And you tell the little funny stories. But I wouldn't disagree with you. I think my brother's dog is here, if you can hear that. It was like a wolf. What's up? Um. But I do think that if you do it more intimate and you just go to dinner with each other or spend the night, you know, with each other talking, I don't think that's bad. No, it would have been fun. I think, I think that we do have a culture, though, of, like, wanting to overshare and not live in the moment, though. You, <laughs> you, do you disagree? No, I... No, yeah. Like, I think it would be real... I think it would be important if you could, you know, propose and then go to dinner and not ha you have to tell everybody that second yeah. like i know there's an urge but it's almost like i feel like in this day and age like that urge is just controlling us you know what i just I mean? look at like what would be the most fun like what would i enjoy i know because right after it happened you took a picture like i'm posting on instagram like yeah. while we were I mean, on the beach I, too yeah yeah cause I, I, don't I know because you're just excited but the, at the same time i'm just saying i don't think it's bad if yeah. you have to wait an hour <clears throat> to tell people something you know yeah no it's but it is hard. It's very hard. Mm-hmm. It went well. You lost it like 10 seconds before you shared it. <laughs> I was just like, right, I'm going to post an Instagram story. Like, I was like, that'd be cool. And then everyone was like, Mimi was like, no, we'll wait till tomorrow. I'm like, what? Psychopath? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Yeah. Wait until a full well, day. Well, almost, it's almost like it, it's kind of fun having like a secret that nobody else knows. Like, okay. I mean? Oh, this is the difference between us two. Oh, yeah. I, I, I What's that called? Prolonging... Uh, delayed gratification. Delayed gratification. I am the queen. No, but what I was going to say is that I had a hold on the secret for almost a full year. That's true. Because right when it was you, over, you're like, I'm done. I know. And then you had a hold on the secret for, at that point, 25 seconds. So there's a, bit, a little bit of a, a okay, difference. Okay, but also, it's just the type of person we are. Because yeah. for me, I, I have delayed gratification to a fault. Like if we if we go somewhere and we get something like in and out in the car, we go through a drive through, we get in and out, Shelly will want to eat it the second that it hits his lap. He'll want to eat it. But I will want to wait till we get home, no matter how long it takes, get changed in my comfy clothes, get an ice water, get a YouTube video up. 
heat up my in and out because by then it's going to be cold, get all comfy, get my slippers on, and then eat it. I'm already asleep at that and, point. Yeah, he's asleep at that point. <laughs> yeah, so it doesn't make any sense. Eat. I just, okay, that's what it is. I like moments to be perfect. And you just don't care. You're like, whatever. Well, I, no, I just like eating the food when it's meant to be eaten when it, at the perfect but temperature. For me, that's not like I need to have everything around me and like myself perfect before I can like enjoy that's it. That's what I'm saying. The psychopath. <laughs> I think it's just like I'm just overly psychopathic. I overthink. No, <laughs> overthinker. But I do. I do it with literally everything. Like this juice. I bought this juice because I felt awful when I was leaving the hair salon, and I didn't open it because I knew I wanted to save it for the podcast. So I came home and I put it in the fridge. I didn't even open it yet. I ate my dinner, and then I just opened it for the podcast. Hope it's worth it. You would have chugged it on the way home. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, weird. It's weird. Um, it's one of those things, though, where, like, I can't see why you would be, that, like, any other way besides myself, you know? Like, it doesn't make sense to me. Like, why you wouldn't just yeah, eat it? Yeah, like, you, it seems crazy to me that you do that. Like, Shelly, too, if you go to the movies and you, like, get a snack, like a candy at the beginning or popcorn, he will finish it before the trailers are done. Because he likes a flavor explosion. And like I pace myself like one piece like per every 10 minutes so that it like lasts. See? <laughs> this is why we can't share stuff. Yeah. Yeah. How long have we been going for? I don't know. Let me How check. Long? 33. That's good. Um, so let's talk about the uh, Tulsa rebrand. So oh, yeah. I no longer play for the Tulsa Roughnecks. He plays for the Tulsa Softnecks. That was that was so bad. <laughs> so you look bad. like you're asleep right now. You need to wake up. No, I, I those jokes are putting me to sleep. No, they were like that. That's why I said it to wake you up. Uh huh. No. Um. Uh. Tulsa is now FC Tulsa, which I am huge fan of. I and love the colors. Love the logo. Some people might think it's weird, but I feel like this happens a lot in the USL because I feel like they change hands a lot. Name changes. Just te- like a whole organization yeah. change. Like I can think of like 10 right now that have done this in the last two years. Mm-hmm. Well, it's also because the U.S. soccer is in its infancy. Like compared yeah. to Europe where teams have been around for 100, 200 years. It's like we have teams around for a year. Brand new, still coming out, you know? Yeah, like let's change it. <laughs> and so literally like you have to like really develop the brand and then get it all settled. And yeah. then. So, yeah. But it's a it's really cool. I mean, he's not. We don't want to like do a lot of editing with this podcast. But if you want to see the new logo, you always do this. It's gonna be on his Instagram. No, no, what? no. I'm I'm just laughing because it's like that's like the thing every what? podcast. You're always like he'll throw it on the screen we're right, put now. It right here. <laughs> I'm like you know, maybe. I know. I'm getting the the gist now. You don't yeah. want to do any editing, so yeah. it's on his Instagram. You can go to the FC Tulsa Instagram, but it's really cool. It's gold and white. And the city is known for, like, Art Deco stuff. Apparently, they have, like, a lot of Art Deco architecture and things yeah. from that period. So, it's all... It's just really cool. And it's, like, a big bird that's, like, the Oklahoma State bird. And you're a fan of the colors. Yeah. The, the main two colors are white and gold. And then the accent color, I guess. is like, a seafoam green, which is... I think it looks really, really good. What are they... They have a name for it. Patina. Patina. Patina green. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like the color that copper turns. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. That's like what it actually is. It reminds me of Copenhagen. 
Yeah, because yeah. all the roofs in Copenhagen are like that, and yeah. like sculptures and stuff. I was just imagining when you're like telling me to edit, the logo will be here. <laughs> Follow my finger. <laughs> Over. Now fire explosion coming out of my hands. <laughs> I just run to see Michael Scott's like magic tricks yeah. and he's like doing the stuff. Um, but I'm stoked. I'm absolutely stoked for the new the whole. He's just rebrand. stoked because he looks good in white and gold. And I think also that the, the new owners with the hiring, I mean, they have new, they're hiring new people for the front office. They're really yeah. expanding. They're reaching out to some really good players. So, yeah, yeah the players that have talked They've to me. They've re-signed that, him. So, so. <laughs> already a win. <laughs> so the right back position needs work. But other than that. Yep. Um, but, yeah, I, I just think it's going to be a really good year. And I hopefully, you know, hopefully the investment pays off because it's just when you're winning and the season's going well. It's just a year of uh, just a lighter atmosphere. Every, really? Yeah, training is it's just better. It just feels so much better when you're losing. Wait, it's wait, a better very, than losing. <laughs> it's a very when you're losing every single weekend and and you're going through losing streaks and you're, and you're just not performing. It's very stressful because everybody's stressed. The coaches are stressed because they're everybody's jobs on the line. Even up I'm to the stressed. the GM, like the players are stressed because the, they probably. They know that most of them are going to get the axe, you know? Yeah. The coaches are stressed because they're like, okay, that could be my job. And literally, like... It's everybody's job on the line. Yeah. Like, it, like from the top coaches, to the bottom. Coaches literally will have speeches, like, like you, like, at halftime when you're losing. Like, you guys are, like, pissing this, this away. This is my job. If I can't come back here and I can't provide for my family, my kids... I want to let you know, like, you guys are the one because you're not putting the effort that's on the field. That's awful. It's if terrible. If anybody yeah. tells you that, that's not, I've been that's told not that, okay. I've been told that almost every well, single I mean, season. I I personally think it's, like, school. Like, the students are a reflection of the faculty, the curriculum, I, everything. See, but at the same time... Yeah, you disagree with me on that. I think, who's on the... Like, the coach, you're, the coach has to stand there and watch. The coach picks the people that are playing. They I, pick I'm how a, they're playing. I'm they a, pick when they're playing. See, I'm a big proponent. I yeah, think that it's the players this. on the field. I think it's the players on the field. That would be an interesting if they can comment on whatever they're listening to. That'd be interesting to see what their they, thoughts who they, are. Who they agree see, with. See, even when whenever the teams are doing bad, I I rarely think it's when and the coaches automatically get fired so quickly. Like I don't know. Like part of me just feels like if it's it's hard and it. it okay, but let's give it a scenario. Yeah. A team, your team, plays a game. Hypothetical team. Yeah. The coach plays a certain lineup. Yeah. They take they do subs at certain times. Yeah. That you disagree with. And in your opinion, they don't have the best people starting or the people that flow the best starting. If you guys lose, you don't go home at night thinking, why did he play those people? Well, you, I think... Well, because that's how I always look at yeah, it. I mean... I always I mean, look at it like, like that. Yeah, but at the same time, like, I usually... The cream rises to the top, and usually ninety percent of the players on the field are the ones that deserve to start. There might be a few positions where it's like, you know what, maybe I could see this guy. But even then, the 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 um, margin between the de- the players of those positions is close. And but so, then why is there a coach if it's all just equal? I don't think it's like I, I don't think it's just all the players on the field. But I do think that I I would have to say like it's eighty percent of the players on the field and twenty percent coaching. And I've always I've I've I mean I've had discussions and arguments with my own teammates just, and everything. It's just interesting. And you can never answer it. Yeah. But I personally believe that even with soccer, that the, the manager's role is to really, you know, is not as big as it, as it's played up to be. I think it's players, See, think, 80% players, 20% coaching. I think that's coaching. pretty, like, because even, even telling of you. No, but just say something. Yeah. 
I think that that shows, though, that, like, you're taking the responsibility for it. And I think that that is big of you. You know what I mean? Like, you guys are the ones playing. Yeah. You guys are responsible for how it turns out, and it's not anybody else's fault. I think, to an extent, that that is a good way to look at it. But at the same time, they're the conductor. Yeah, but okay, here's with a conductor. The conductor starts going like this. I feel like you should still be able to stay on beat. And even like for a coach, like I will say this, I, every team I've played for, coaches have wanted slightly different things with me as a right back role. But when you're in the game, it's instincts. Like it's instincts. Like when that guy's coming at me, instinctually, like when you don't have time to be like, oh, well, he, uh, this coach wants me to open my, sure, sometimes half in the, in the game when you have that time and you look for it, yeah. But 90% of the game is instincts. Okay, instincts, but instincts. what about when a coach, because they do this to you. What about when a coach says, Shelly, I don't want you going forward as much. I want okay. you to stay back. Yeah. Do you think that the game could have turned out differently if you were allowed to push up? I mean, you're a little bit more reserved, but if I see that opportunity, you're going to go for it. It's instincts. Again, like if I have that gut instinct that tells me to go. Well, yeah, but if two out of three times that you normally would go up, you stay back. Yeah. I mean, it's for sure. Do you think that it it could have turned out differently? Maybe, but like I think that, again, it's it's, it's so minute. Like I don't know. Do coaches ever sit down at the beginning and just say like, how do you play no like, it's, what do you like it's to do? more of just like you can see like in the preseason but what like their do they are. do they usually utilize the way that you yeah. instinctually like to play because uh-huh. that's what like kills me when the coach is like okay shall i stay back like just don't do anything out there it's like well no see no coach has ever said that usually it's just like you know uh okay we have there like for example but there are some games though where the where the right and left back are yeah, More because back. because it's just like this left winger is fast and he stays high. So just be a little bit more cautious going forward yeah. because every time you go forward. So it's never like you're staying back. Don't go. For, I've never had that. Well, you know what I mean? Like the like. But you, but then again, it's all instincts. Like I'll just be playing. And, and if I have that opportunity, I see that space in front of me. I'm not thinking like, oh, oh, well, I better be cautious because this yeah. It's kind of like I'm going to go, you know, and everybody kind of it's just the players on the field. And when I go, the other players should know. Okay, we need to drop one more to sag back. So I, I really think it's eighty percent playing, twenty percent coaching. And I have argued with my teammates about that. I have teammates on my side that completely agree. It's it's super interesting. Well, maybe I'm just biased. <laughs> yeah, because you just want me to. You when I whenever I do bad, you say, it can't be me. It's not. Well, I just think, I just like when you, are like play like yourself and play up your strengths and because like I like I saw you in college. For many years, like play, and you used to play striker. Like you were, like you did have that instinct to, you know, do stuff at the top. And now, like I think you're really good at doing crosses. So it just kills me sometimes when that the opportunity doesn't come. You know. Yeah, but it's also you're playing against college players. It's yeah. easier to do it. You're it's, doing more work. You're doing more work back it's, there. It's harder at the pro level yeah. because pro when you try it, you can't just do the same stuff you did. Even in high school, you should see my high school. I, I don't. I just took on three guys every single time I got the ball, pretty much. Okay, but then what if, what if this scenario was, because I remember at, can I use, like, specific instances? When? Like, at St. Louis. Yeah. There was a right back that played more conservative than you. Yeah. And you were a little more risky. Yeah. So, a lot of times, they would go with the more conservative choice. Yeah. In that case, like, never in your head were you, like, you know, I think we need to be riskier here. Well, I mean, if I wasn't starting, I was always like, yeah, I think I should be starting. Like, well, that. yeah, but but in that case, like, is it the cream rise to the top, well, the thing, or is it 
they dislike a different style. Well, well that's the thing. Because in that case, like, the, do you think a different style? Well, would the work right better? backs that played at St. Louis, like Wes, Tavo, Austin Ledbetter, are all very, very good professionals. They're still they're playing different. in the game, and we're all very different. Yeah, and sure, it's like they put in like Tavo, or they put in Austin, or they put in Wes. Of course, I'm like, I want to play, and I, but I never am thinking like. Wow, Wes is a terrible right back. I should be playing because Wes is an amazing. He got no, drunk. yeah, I yeah. And I'm not just saying that poli- to be politically correct because I really like Wes got drafted to the MLS like for being a right back. Like he's yeah. a great right back. Tavo's a great player that can play right back. And so it's just like, yeah, sure they go with a different style. So, sure, maybe my gut is like, man, I feel like I could be attacking more. I feel like I could do better here. But at the same time, they have strengths that are better than mine. And you just have to be humble enough to be like, yeah, you know what? It's you hope that they do well and that you still have the confidence to think that you can go in there and do just as good or even better. But it's like, I, you never, I never look at it and be like with a toxic like attitude. Yeah, no, I think that, I think that's really smart of you. I think that like what I meant by that example was cause you were saying like most coaches cause they're smart and their coaches will choose the best player to play. Mm-hmm. But in some instances, it's because that style lines up with what they want, not because they're better. Because, yeah. like, you, Tava, West, no one's better. Yeah. You just have different styles. Mm-hmm. So in that case, it's like the coach is controlling the outcome. Yeah, but then even then, it's just like, okay, well, West... You think, but, yeah, all of them should be able to win. All the, I, I, You have to have the, like, the, the thing that's like, okay, I'm not going to go in this game, whatever... But at the same time, it's the players on the field. And I, I still believe that all four of those guys, or three of the go, those guys and me, could all go out there and win. And it's and even if we lose, sure, like whoever the coach, you know, Preki at that time would put that player out there. But you're just like, yeah, it's the play. At the end of the day, it's those players on the field who determine the outcome of the game. So then how do you feel when you see like a huge club over in Europe like, if they're doing really bad, they're, like, a huge losing streak, so they fire the coach, like, Josie uh, Mourinho? Yeah, I just said, yeah. Is that what, you already said that? Yeah, like, I, oh, com- I, wasn't, I, don't, I wasn't listening, <laughs> I never heard that. I disagree like, with that. You disagree with that. Well, like, okay. It's, if, the, if, the, if the team is on a losing streak, you think, I mean, don't just sack year, the coach. Year after year after year, yeah. But, like, all this, like, inner season firing, and I think it's overdone, and I think that the fans think that bringing in a new coach is going to change everything. And sure, sometimes it might change the attitude of the players, and sometimes it will help. Yeah. But a lot of times, it's just like, like I've had it, well, I've been in teams where you've had a coaching change, and you literally are playing, and you're like, well... It's the same people playing. It's the same people playing. Yeah. And then you go like, and I'm going to play the same exact And then way. if you win, they're like, oh, this coach is the best. Exactly. And if you lose, it's like, oh, this is even worse. Get a new coach yeah. in here. So that's how, like, I've been there. Well, I mean, I feel like humans, it's the thing. It's like humans are always wanting to find blame. Yeah. That's what they want. They're mm-hmm. always trying to find blame. And so, especially with companies and shareholders and everything, stakeholders, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Like, they want to see change if something's not going right. And, you know? and at Sacramento, because uh, actually it was Preki. Again, Preki at Sacramento left to go pursue another opportunity. Paul Buckle came in, and I had a conversation with one of the veteran players. And I was like, what do you think of the new coach coming in? He goes, it doesn't matter. And I was like, what? He's like, <laughs> he's like I'm going to play. I'm going to play the same way. Like, it's, it's like, sure, you know, whatever. He might want a little bit longer ball. He wants this. But I'm going to play. I'm going to play my game that I always do. And I was like, ah, well, coaches, yeah, <laughs> sure. The, like, coaches, I think. Yeah, it, that's definitely think, like a light bulb moment. I think coaches are very important with planning a good session to figure that stuff out. And I think, it, yeah, it, it, they have a style. And sometimes that style is better. But, again, 80-20. 80% is players on the field. It's the people on the field playing. Because how would you feel if I was a coach now? This is if I turn into a coach, where do you think you're gonna put the blame? 
on you. We'll see. <laughs> no, but I, I guarantee, I... I guarantee that if I'm a coach in 10 years <laughs> and then I have a team out there that loses, you're going to go, man, your players just don't want to run out there. They're not working hard. I guarantee. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I love the support and it's awesome. But I guarantee that's going to happen. I will just finish with saying that my opinion is that I think it's more than 80-20. Because, only because, not because of how you play as an individual, but because of how they can control the lineup, the subs, the positioning, whatever. And I do think that makes a big difference. Because I've seen certain people play in certain positions and you, you know what I mean? Like the whole dynamic and it just doesn't work like that. And I think that that is more than 20% outcome. I would say like 80, 70, 30. I'm dyslexic. <laughs> the eight and the three are the same in my head. 37. I swear to God, it's the same in my head. So 70, 30. Yeah. Okay. Peanuts. In my head, that made You're sense. Gonna, so you still think it's the more of the people on the field though? I do think it's more of the people on the field, okay. but I think that the, I think the coach has more to do with the outcome than you're letting on. Fair enough. Yeah. But when you become a coach, it'll be like... Me and Mason, tough. Mason Sidehar, we literally, because we were always what roommates. What was his opinion? Um, well, it's funny. It's it, I have to call him up again, but it started off with, he was like 50-50. We should just have him on like a... I know, Skype, call him in. Skype right here. But as... He was 50-50? Yeah. Like, but he just like, yeah, coaches are very important, players are very important. Like that, you know? Well, at the same time though... Don't keepers work with coaches like nonstop? And with keepers are very smart too. Yeah, they're at a lot. <laughs> um, no, but he was like 50-50 and the more like we hung out, the more we talked and, and I don't know, we talked a, a lot. and we, sleepovers. I, it, it was a sleep because we were in the hotel room yeah. all together like five feet apart and so we talked a lot. We like just, and you have nothing to do on these away trips besides just sit and talk. And chill. And chill. And we talked a lot. That was a big topic of discussion because we'd watch soccer games and we'd always kind of talk about that and I think... I don't know. I, I like I said. I don't want to sit to speak for him, but I think towards the end it was very much like I don't, like he was like you know what yeah I agree because I was like I kept on asking him it's like are you playing differently I mean this was hard because this is his first time playing but I'm like if if a new coach came in here and you're still starting I mean how much is really gonna change for you you know if I'm sure that he might make be like I want you to play start. out a little bit more or Mason every time you get the ball hit it long sure that's playing but keeping doing the the essentials you're gonna try to win the game you're gonna play you're gonna go off instincts. Mm-hmm. All right, we've been talking about this for a long time. Yeah. But it, it, he I'm was like, right. you know what? Yeah. He's like, yeah. <laughs> I'm right. You're wrong. You're, you're right. Let's I'm end wrong. it. Thank you for listening. Is it? Are we, are we yeah, done? Yeah, we're right totally now? at 45. Look at Um, Okay. 50. Oh, 50 minutes. Yeah, wow. we're going to try to keep these around 45 minutes. That's if we plan. get into like a really interesting conversation. Mm. Like that. Like an hour. Tops. Perfect. We're not going to go over an hour. All right. Oh, um, and then, so so yeah, this will be the oh, end. Yeah, and thank you so much to chaossoccergear.com thank mm-hmm. you so much for sponsoring this episode of the podcast we, we both really appreciate it um yeah go check them out link in the description if you're watching on youtube if you're watching or listening on apple podcasts or spotify or wherever you listen to podbean. podcasts podbean or wherever you listen well, to podcasts, wherever else there is go to chaossoccergear.com i should do it like asmr <laughs> no, no i could do that <laughs> Come on. If we did a whole episode like that. I would divorce you. (laughs) We're not even married yet. (laughs) What's it called? Break off the engagement? Annulment? Annul? Engagement? Or the marriage? No, I'm saying like, how would I say if I want to, if like we broke up right now? Broke off the engagement. Okay. Well, I'd break off the engagement. If we did an ASMR episode, you know how weird that'd be? All right. I think it would be a big hit. 
Maybe. We'll see what they say. we end it like that? No. Thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you next time. (laughs) Thanks for all the support. We'll see you on the next episode of the Against All Odds podcast. Peace. (laughs) 